How much time till we're on? I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah. Hello. Is there anyone out there? <laughs> That's the question tonight. Is everyone watching and listening to the cricket? Welcome to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews uh, in the chair tonight on what is a big Thursday night show. Yes, that's right. It doesn't stop, does it, Sats? It never stops. It never stops. Well, for some people it does. Matt Rogers, it stops. Oh, yeah. Pretty Did early. It? Well, there's claims that didn't start. Mm. Now, um, how was your birthday dinner last night? So oh. You left here. You went home. You would have... I'm sure the lovely Rebecca had some stuff, some surprises all set up for you at home. Nice cake. No cake. What? Yep. No cake. What? Yeah, a little bit disappointing. But anyway, you know, you live and learn. She thought, oh, she said, I didn't think you'd want cake. Why wouldn't I want cake? It's my birthday. What? Mm, exactly. I hope you remember this, Scott. You mm. parked this away. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, first test today, of course, uh, one player oh. that was under a lot of pressure coming into this game, uh, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. And this is what he's done. Round the wicket to him. Yes. And Warner, short ball down towards deep four, gets himself a boundary. David Warner leaps with glee. He's turned the clock back. Maybe not the innings with the highest degree of difficulty. But it's contained plenty of his trademarks, aggression, pressure, creativity. And what a brilliant way to start his final lap around the country. Yeah, well done, David Warner. I backed you in. Oh. This. No, seriously. Oh. Craig from Maitland, feel free. Step forward and give us a call. <laughs> but seriously, what, why is he retiring? If there's no one to take over from him. Well, there is and someone he's still to take hit, over from well, him. He's still hitting hundreds. He is, but, you know. Maybe it will. He's at that age now. We're, what, mid-30s? 35, yeah. 36, whatever yeah. he is. Well, and quite rightly so, he's probably just going to go chase the Chris Lynn model. He's going to go and chase the, the IPLs and the the Caribbean IPL. and Caribbean, no, yeah. Caribbean's not an IPL because there's not Indian Premier League. But yeah, I know what you The mean. CBL. CPL. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, maybe he's, well, he's got to be right to do that as well. But, you know, there's... Here comes Craig from Maitland. So cricket is, I think Australian cricket is obviously in a in a pretty good space. I was just thinking today. How crap are Pakistan? Can I just think today? I was thinking today a couple of things. Uh, one, Pat Cummins may go down as one of our, not the greatest, but he'll be in that, he'll be sitting at the table of one of our great captains when it comes to um, what, accolades. The, kid, the and, kid's table. Yeah. And also one thing I mentioned, to, I, I've got to say, I started watching Today, Ricky Ponting, I could sit there and listen to him all day. Commentate. How good is he? Damon Fleming, SEN. I could sit there and listen yeah. to him all day as well, commentary. But sport, when you talk about sport, is cricket the only sport where the reserves are used as labour? <laughs> so during a break, <laughs> Cameron Green and yeah. Scotty Boland and yeah, good call. Lung, young Lance Morris, they're running out the drinks and giving the drinks. And, and they're high-vis. Yeah, in the high-vis. Like, high I don't know who they're going to run into. There's no cars. And they've got a, they've got a container. Got a container of, of uh, 
of lollies for the players as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, is it the only sport where the reserves are used as hard labour? Could be. Mm. But going back to that high vis, yeah, they're not controlling traffic. Why are they wearing it? Uh, exactly. What? What? Yeah. Is it because they could potentially just make a just slip in? Like if, if the team was bowling and fielding, yeah, they could just slowly slip onto the field without a without anyone knowing. Well, that's called cheating. That's not going to happen. Australia don't do that. I expect so. them to run out with one of those lollipop signs. You know. Actually, now they come to think of it, I don't understand why they've got what? high vis on. I don't know. That's a good point. Why are they wearing whites? All of the, like you're not going on. Yeah, but they might. The twelfth man might, of course. Mm. Uh, Rooster Mars, you've got your dollar one because Craig. He calls him Loz for Maitland. Craig from Maitland is on the line. Craig, are you going to behave yourself? <laughs> I certainly am, Jason. And Welcome to the show. Like to say, Jason, I just like to say, Jason Scott, that uh, David Warner might show supreme fitness by being on the field for every minute of this test match. And uh, Cairns would like to put you through uh, a gym session, you know, Jason. <laughs> I deserve that. So, Craig, 26th century. So he's played, what, 110 tests? 110 tests, and that's his 26th. Um, well, 110 innings, I think. It 110 is, yeah. innings. So we're just talking about off air. We'll do the maths. It's nearly every four innings he's scoring a century. It's not a bad record, is it? Yeah, don't forget it's his 49th for Australia. Don't forget his 22 ADIs. He's won T20 as well. Yeah. And only Ricky Ponting, only Ricky yes. Ponting has scored more hundreds for his country. Yep, that's true. No, yeah. look, I, and again, Craig, yeah. I sincerely mean this. I'm not the I'm not the biggest Warner fan. It's not probably because of his cricket. It's because of all the other stuff that goes on. But as I said to Sats at the start of the show today, why is he retiring? Like seriously, there's no one really putting their hand up to take over. Should he continue on? Yeah. Yeah. Or as I said, just to annoy Mitchell Johnson, I think he might be determined to to stay on the field for this entire Test match. All right, mate. Yeah. Good stuff. Mate, the, the red don't 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 rule out the red ink and the three thirty five not out in Adelaide four years ago. He, yeah, true. He, he, might, he might give that a fair crack. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks, Craig. Good stuff. There love there's Craig. Love your passion. Love your passion. Oh, I'm Craig. not keen on it myself. Can I say yeah. um, he must be tough psychologically? I mean, we know he's obviously very fit physically, but he must be tough psychologically because even though you're a veteran. He's coming into a test match where everyone is, not everyone, but a large portion of the sporting public and journos are questioning, you know, why should he be there? Why should yep. he be picked? Well, just on this innings base, based on this innings alone, he'll get his farewell at the SCG. If you're just tuning in and you're not listening to SCN Cricket, uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and those listening via the SCN app and SCN track stations. Uh, the Aussies at tier two for 210. Warner is 111 not out. And and can I just say, can I just say, this Pakistan performance has been woeful. There's been glimpses of good bowling. There's a lot in this pitch for the first or second sessions on day one. You know, it's going to flatten out sats. Their catching is embarrassing. Yes. Queen's fourth grade. Yeah, we, with a stubby in our one hand. <laughs> We could still, yeah, it's horrendous. We could still catch the stuff they're not catching. It's interesting because when they, uh, whoever won the toss, many would have thought that they would have bowled, but Pat Cummins said no, we'll bat because he saw the pitch and he said we've got yeah. Nathan Lyon back, and by about day three, there's going to be a lot of turn in this wicket, so we'll use it to our advantage. Well, Pakistan did say that they would bat too if they had have won the toss. Um, on Mitchell Johnson, um, I don't think he cares. 
he he was um he was in his right to have a, a have a say and he's a that's what he does for a living. Well, you don't get right every time. No, I mean, well, we do. Well, we do most of the time. Yeah, well, I I do. Mm. Uh, Mitchell Johnson, is it too late to call Mitch Johnson around to the tea break? Would you like milk and sugar with my humble pie? Mm. Some of our listeners get involved in that. Uh, I laughed and laughed when I seen or I saw Warner get 100. <laughs> well done, Woogs, your flog, Steve. So what am I? Am I? Did I say that Warner wouldn't get 100? Did I? No, you were hoping that he didn't get 100. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That that I'm not denying. You're one of the ultimate pessimists when it comes to Australian sport. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You would put the biggest load on someone's back as an Australian sports fan. What? <laughs> you, yeah, so you you do. You you try and weigh down any Australian sports person, Warner included. Like you like you were even saying like South won't make the eight. You just you just want to just tie the anchor to them. And just drag them back. <laughs> Why are you staring at me like that for? I, I can't believe we said. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to sue you for that. That's that's not something I would do. Thanks to our partners, Kia, World Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions. drinks you've had. Going further for Australian farmers. Uh, get involved anytime. 0457 736 736. If you're uh, listening in New Zealand via our app, Double eight double three or call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Hey, on TikTok, Sports Day SEN, great job by by Daddy and 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 the boys getting all that um, Shane Richardson stuff up yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and some stuff from Jai Arrow as well. You can see that on uh, TikTok, Instagram SENQ, uh, or on X Sports Day NSW. Or if you want to see the Shane Richardson interview, uh, we're up to over three thousand views. Now. Is that a lot? Oh, I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've watched it about 2,000 times. <laughs> I played it to the kids today. Mm. I, the camera does add 20 pounds. Does it? Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even your head looks bigger <laughs> on my big TV. <laughs> um, but, yeah, make sure you go onto YouTube and subscribe to SEN League. Now, Mark in Sydney says, with Warner finishing up this summer, I think they should go for Travis Head. You've said that. And uh, also bring Green in. Marsh can, can be that middle-order attacker. yeah. I think that's the way it'll eventually be. But as as we've discussed over the last week, Mark, there's also some discussion around turning Cam Green into an opener slash another Shane Watson. Hey, Justin, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, because the one thing about Uzi Kawaja and David Warner is Warner's the attacker. Kawaja just tries to settle the innings um, to open up the open up the innings. So, And they believe that Cam Green can do the same because Cam Green at test match level is very patient sometimes nauseating when it comes to batting, but he, he's hard to move at mm. test level. Mm. Mm. What do you think? 0457 736 736 or 8833 on the text. Good oil for Cobra Mistake. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Apparently, ladies, Wayne Bennett is on the market. Wayne on Wayne. <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't know he was single. I don't know whether he is again or not. I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure. But the run sheet here says... Bennett is officially on the market. Would it be off the market? Oh, no, that would be if he had a partner. Well, I'm not sure whether, what his relationship status is now, Wayne, but... Um, or well, is this the coaching market? The coaching market, yeah. Oh, sorry, Wayne. So Christian Wolf, of course, will take over in 2025. He's, he's going to be a tremendous coach at NRL level. Um, had good success in the UK Super League as well. And was formerly before that was with um, 
with the North Queensland Cowboys set up. He was coach of their Townsville Blackhawks, their feeder club, and he's a good guy, really good guy. Um, so Bennett is going to be true to his word. He's not going to go on any any further. We're, we're led to believe. So where does that leave him? Now, many people will say, oh, well, he's um, he could just be coaching director at the Dolphins. But as we've alluded to on a number of occasions, when you're a coach, especially a career coach, you just don't give that up. Yeah. Especially when you've still got the passion for it and you think you can still uh, make a difference in players' lives. So, How about we ask Pete Bedell soon too? Yeah. From the Corey I think Mar. the question is not where would he go to. Would he? Where wouldn't he be? Like what clubs are safe or, or are happy with their coaches? Because I'm saying, like, Desi Hasler's not going anywhere. Um, I don't think Kevy's going anywhere. And he has said that he would like to stay in Queensland. Now, does that mean... Don't say it. Not your mate. No, no. I'm, does that mean if there is going to be an 18th team and if it is going to be oh. based out of Cairns and it's a PNG bid or the Western Corridor of Brisbane bid, is he the number one man to take up that? Well, that's pretty easy. The NRL will want him involved either way. If he had to go back to Sydney, like what clubs are... You know, Ivan Cleary's not going anywhere. Benji's not going anywhere for the time being. He's, he's got another four years on his contract. No, let's not start speculating about who's going anywhere. That's not, not with coaches. No, I, don't, I don't like doing this. No, I'm saying the club, the clubs that he that yeah. wouldn't even look at it. Oh, wouldn't. Wouldn't no. even look at it. Yeah, so. Uh, but he's officially on the market for more reports. Well, it's only the 18th team, right? That's That, that can only be it. But... Yeah, on faith Wayne, value at the just, moment, I think. Just retire, mate. Enjoy life. Mm. Daniel from Prairiewood said, guys, it's a family show. I know. Yeah, I thought it was horrible stats, what mm. you said before. Uh, what about this? The NRL and UFC have signed a partnership to share each other's content. The UFC are also planning a fight night on the same weekend yeah. of the NRL opener in Vegas. NRL also confirmed combined. So, uh, a combine. A combine, yeah. So, the UFC... Uh, there's always been this belief that there'd be a some sort of fight night, the same. So when you look at the time, the time difference, there's an opening there for six thirty Australian time, that some sort of combat, whether it's UFC or boxing, six thirty through to about eleven thirty. So you might have a, you know, four or five fight card, mm-hmm. and then that gives an hour for people to leave, leave the um, wherever the the UFC or the boxing is being hosted, and then make their way to. The stadium, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. So, uh, so six thirty through to eleven thirty, sort of quarter to twelve. Then it gives everyone an opportunity to get to the stadium. Now, the UFC, because Alex Volkanovsky is, he's part of the Blue Ribbon Group with, uh, with Dana White in the UFC. He's basically one of their, their most popular fighters. You got uh, Bam Bam Tuivasa as well. It will always be put on, put on any sort of card. So they're not quite sure whether it's going to be an Australia versus. Right, US. The rest of the world or Australia versus, versus the US sort of card. But in saying that, it's it's a great idea. It's a really good idea. And on that Saturday, their, their time, um, it's perfect. So there was talk, though. Um, uh, the Zoo Brothers. Yeah. The so have you heard, Brothers. Have you heard more any, any more about no, the well, Zoo Brothers? I think it's going to be, in the end, it's going to be first in best dressed, I think. I mean, how many events can we have around the rugby league? I know, but if you had to put money on either of them, the UFC, they're the ones that yeah, fly the yeah. flag in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Hey, uh, before we go to a break, and we will have Pete Bedell, the chief league writer from the Courier-Mail, who's on holidays but has agreed to come on the show, uh, something's definitely brewing at the Warriors. RTS has revealed why he returned 
to rugby league. I had a Japan deal kind of lined up and I was just going to go take my family, explore the world, see what happens and go from there. But um, you had a, I came back, um, when it will go through the process, I sort of called Jazz and Tohu, who were who I was close with at the time, and I go, okay, bro, sit down, let's have a coffee. Just tell me one thing. Do I just go? Go to Japan and, and take off and see what happens, or do I come back? Is there something? And they both looked at each other and said, bro, there's something here. And that got me excited. So then I had another catch up with came through, made decisions, come back, and I'm just excited now because they're excited because they feel something here. And um, yeah, hopefully in the next few years, something special happens. I, I'm Roger Tuivasa-Shek, uh, what you're saying is what I'm feeling, your feeling, mm. Sats, about the Warriors. Look out next year. I definitely think they're top two. And I definitely think they'll be playing for a premiership against the Panthers. There is something really good brewing over there. When two of your senior players are, are waxing lyrical about the club and what's going on, that means they love the coach, they love the players, they love the CEO, they love the front office, they love everything about the place. And for them to be, you know, for them to be um, you know, marketing the club to other players and especially a, a, an important player like Roger Tuivasa-Shek, um, you know, it's, they must have been pretty convincing because if he's going to knock back money overseas, which is easy money for Roger Tuivasa-Shek, he's not talking about the level of rugby he's going to play. He's talking about going around the world with his family. I know, so, I know. So he's, he's still got a pr point to prove. My biggest question about Roger Tuivasa-Shek when he said, let's go have a coffee, full, full cream, light, soy, oat, yak. 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 Yeah. Camel milk. Is that, is that a new thing? It is apparently. It's emerging. Is, is mm. it? Who's milking a camel, Glenn? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, the other thing on, on that as well. Um, I agree with you, but I, I think the Warriors there's there's and something Kurt really there now there's too. something really special there. Yep, there absolutely is. And again, no skin in the game. I, I wish that was my team. Adam Fanil Blake, what are you thinking? I know. Mm. I know, absolutely. All right, uh, that's the goil. Um, some of the stuff we can get to, <laughs> Cobram Estate. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. He's on holidays, but he's taking our calls. Does that make us important? Who? Pete Bedell. Pete Bedell, he never stops. Chief league writer from the Courier Mail. We've got some questions around the Broncos and Wayne Bennett next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. I tell you what, this bloke's meant to be on holidays, but he never, ever stops working. If there's a news story around in the world of Rugby league or any sport. His miso loves it. Does she? I oh, reckon yeah. she would. She just says, you need to go to work as much as possible. <laughs> I have no doubts. Uh, he's the chief <laughs> league writer for the Courier Mail. Pete Bedell. G'day, mates. G'day, boys. My missus loves when I work. It means I'm not around pestering her. Yeah, so true. Uh, she loves when I work seven days a week. Mm. Mate, last night the big news, we had uh, Richo on. We are talking about the West Tigers and, and the plans that he has and... Uh, the support he has for Benji. We, we loved all that. Just before we get on to some Broncos stuff and some big news around the Bronx, mate, your take on the whole West Tigers thing. Uh, is this a good thing for the club, Pete? Yeah, look, I think it is, guys. Look, I think it's been long overdue. Uh, look, I've been a pretty... Look, I'm not, I'm not the biggest critic of Lee Hadjimentel as the chairman. I think he's done a lot of good for the club. He's a, he's a 
a major sponsor of the club. He's put a lot of money into the Tigers. He's hearts with the club, and I think he offers a lot of intellect as a lawyer. But I, I don't. I've always been critical of Justin Pascoe, their CEO. I, I don't think he's probably the right fit for that club in terms of taking them forward to be the powerhouse that they desire to be. And I, and I think if you're a Tigers fan, they've been a rabble for way too long. And, you know, I think there's a lot of upside for that club. They've got a very good high-performance centre now burgeoning there at Concord. And I, and I just think with Benji there and some of the young kids coming through, they're on the cusp of something. And they just needed the right front office to take it forward. And I, and I think with the right board and the right CEO, I think they can get success. And I think Shane Richardson is a fine appointment. He has Sats knows he's done the job at Penrith. He's won comps at South. He's got great rugby league know-how. And I think Shane Richardson is the right type of administrator to get that club moving in the right direction. Yeah, very well said. Now, big news of player signings is uh, Ezra Mam, who was much in demand, I'm, I was, I'd be thinking, on the open market, Pete. So what's the latest with Ezra Mam and, and the Bronx? Yeah, well, look, guys, I'm told he's had about six or seven clubs show interest. Now, my information is he won't be going anywhere. The Broncos are very confident. Now, they haven't, he hasn't formally signed with the Broncos, but they've put a, a very attractive deal to him. I'm told it's in the three- to four-year vicinity, and it will incrementally rise to the point where he becomes a million-dollar player at the club, and that will make him only the third player in the club's history to hit the seven-figure mark. Now... I'm told that the deal is currently before Mam. He's yet to ink it. But the feeling that the other interested clubs have got is that he won't be leaving the Broncos. They've basically waved the white flag. And I think you'll find Brisbane were hoping to have it done before Christmas. But if not before Christmas, it'll be done early in the new year. So Ezra Mam won't be leaving the Broncos. I know the Dolphins were keen, but uh, he'll be staying at the Broncos, which is great news for the club because he's one of the players around which they can build their club for the next decade. Well, you say that, Pete, because when it, when a, a figure of that nature is thrown in front of a player, all of a sudden responsibility comes with it as well. And without knowing Ezra Mam personally, I don't know what sort of player he is. And does, is he a player that wants to control a club entirely? So the next question is, Adam Reynolds, post-Adam Reynolds, what's the contingency plan or the succession plan for the Brisbane Broncos when, when he decides to move on? Yeah, well, Sats, so I know having spoken to Ezra myself, he's actually indicated he'd be keen to wear that number seven jumper. Although I, I know there's a sentiment of the Broncos that feels he's better suited as six and had plan to move him. So having spoken to people at the Broncos, they'll sign Adam Reynolds for another 12 months for 2025, by which time Adam Reynolds will be 35 really? years old. Really? Yeah, so he'll, he'll go on in 25 and then he will retire. That's the plan. He'll probably retire at the end of that year and move into a possible coaching role at, at the Broncos, like a specialised halves consultant, for example. And I'm told that Jock Madden is one guy currently at the club that they have high hopes for. Now, Jock's only 22 or 23. He's an emerging playmaker. Played at the West Tigers, Newcastle Junior. Played a few games for the Broncos this season, and he's only young, so a lot of Look, he's still unproven in many ways, Jock, but there's a feeling that when Adam Reynolds does step aside that maybe Jock Madden and Ezra Mann can be the halves to, to take them forward. That'd have to be the oldest hamstrings in the NRL, Adam Reynolds, in 2025. Like, I hope he's going to be fit enough to, to play <laughs> out a whole season. Pete, does that mean that they're clearly not interested in someone like Tom Dearden? 
look, guys, I'd be surprised if they signed Tom Dearden. I mean, he was there, as we know, it didn't work out well for him. He was there, he was blooded at a very turbulent time for the club, and he's since kicked on with the Cowboys. And I think Kevy Walters at the time probably felt that Tom Dearden wasn't the right type of playmaker for him. So he's, Kevy's obviously a huge fan of Ezra Mam. I don't think Kevy wants to move Reese Walsh from the number one jumper. I know there was talk that maybe Reese Walsh could move into the halves with Ezra one day, but I think. Kevy feels that Reese is the best number one for them. And if Ezra stays at six, they'll need a seven eventually. And Adam Reynolds, when he retires, either they, they show faith in Jock Madden, who steps up, or they'll have to go to the market eventually. But I think there's a feeling at the Broncos that Jock Madden can eventually be a pretty a pretty solid number seven. Broncos have got some Kurt Capewell money now. Um, are they looking close to getting that deal done with Reese Walsh? Yeah, well... The, the comfort for the Broncos guys is Reese has signed until the end of, of 24. So he's got another, or well, 25, I think. So he's got another 12 months on top of what Ezra Mam's got. So Ezra's off at the end of next year. Reese is there till 25. So that buys them another 12 months to get a deal done. But I think that what you'll find is they'll upgrade Reese Walsh for next season. And then they'll look to formalise a longer-term extension. But I, I, I don't think Reese Walsh loves Brisbane. I don't see him leaving. And I know guys at the Broncos are, are looking for a bit more depth in the back row now. So I've heard they've made a few inquiries with Zach Hosking at, at Penrith. Ironically, Zach was at the Broncos when he, and then he moved on at Penrith. So having lost Kirk Capewell, they just want a little bit more insurance in the back row. So they're currently looking for an edge back row to bolster their stocks. Well, that's interesting because we reported last night, SCN League reported that Hosking was touring the Raiders facilities yesterday. So for next, and that's for next year, isn't it, Sats? It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, well, look, he's a man in demand all of a sudden, guys, because I think the Capewell situation has caught the Broncos on the hop a little bit. I don't think they were planning to lose Kurt so soon. But now that it's happened, there's a feeling that Brendan Fiercura, while a very talented back rower, He's still not ready for a full season of NRL. And at some stage, I think, you know, if there's an injury to Pia Cura or Jordan Ricky, they'll need someone who can, you know, carry them for another another five, ten games through the season. So don't be surprised if Zach Hosking is an option for the Broncos. Whether they can afford him, I don't know. But there has been some discussions around around maybe making a play for him. Although I don't think at this stage they've made a formal offer as such. But... But he's got some options, Hosking. He's come a long way in the last 12 to 18 months. Yeah, unlucky not to get a grand final ring, actually. Uh, now, Pete, your man, Wayne Bennett, <laughs> he's officially on the market. What, relationship-wise yeah. or coaching-wise? Coaching-wise. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I don't know what the relationship status <laughs> is, but uh, officially on the market for 2025. Do you think there'll be, be some clubs that will, uh, some coaches that will be a little bit, uh, a little bit nervous? Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it, guys? I mean, how long is Wayne going to coach? I mean, it's just a million-dollar question. I mean, he's 74 in January. He's only a couple of weeks away from his 74th birthday. And it is quite remarkable. I mean, and there's been some talk that perhaps he's being lined up by the NRL to head up the new franchise if they bring in an 18th team in 2026 <laughs> or 27. It'd be 84, By that then. time, Wayne's... 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be 76 or 77, Wayne. So, look, I, I get the feeling, boys, Wayne's just not... Oh, I think he'll just coach as long as he can. And mm. I don't think the fire has yet dimmed in him. And, and if he he won't be at the Dolphins in 25 as the head coach. I know the Dolphins are desperate to retain him in another role, but I don't think Wayne... I just can't imagine him being in a marketing role or doing development. I just think coaching is head coaching in his blood. And as long as he feels that he's got the enemy, the music within, as he would say, then he'll keep coaching. And I think if, if he doesn't go to the new franchise, then certainly another Sydney club would be an option if, if they so desire someone of his experience. Although it has been a long time since Wayne Bennett has won a premiership. It's been more than a decade now. So, you know, the, the jury's out on whether Wayne still up to it at that level. Mm. What's Wayne? How do you reckon Wayne will go living in PNG, wearing a grass skirt at training yeah. and all that sort of... You go all right, will he, Pete? <laughs> well, I think he'd prefer Cairns. There's nice, there's nice sunshine there at Cairns. What do you reckon? Not at the Sunday moment, there's not. Himself, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Wayne would have blown Maybe away tro- the last couple of days. Wayne Bennett. <laughs> he would have. He would have been blown to Alice Springs mm. for old Wayne. All right, Pete, listen. He works harder than you. Well, I don't know if he does, actually. Pete Bedell, currently on leave, talking to us on Sports Day. Mate, have a wonderful Christmas with... Appreciated all your support this year on the show, mate. And I hope you have a you and the family have a nice break. No, thanks, guys. Just also all the listeners as well. I wish you all a merry Christmas with your family, and we love the footy, and we can't wait to see the NRL in 2024. Bring it on! We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Oh, I love this song. In Welcome Indian, back to it. In an Indian cuisine, which of what? these is type of deep-fried fritter? Paneer, chapati, pakora, or raita? It's raita, isn't it? Mm, deep-fried fritter. Lock in D, Eddie. So this is to... what we're doing in the studio. We're watching, what is it? Want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome back to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler in the chair, the birthday boy from yesterday. And, well, he's still he's still here, but mm. you know what I mean. Uh, Jason Matthews here as well. Updated score on the cricket. Two for 231. Uh, Warner, 124 not out. And Smith, 29. The partnership is 72 off 108 balls. Uh, interesting, interesting though. What about, what do you make of Craig uh, from Maitland's text? Oh, he's core saying he's going to make 335 in this innings. There's every chance. There is every chance. We are doing this cricket update, by the way, for twoies. I feel like a twoies or two drink responsibly. Um, was Jofra Archer in a bit of trouble with the Poms, Sats? No, well, I saw this the other day. It's only a blurry image. Now, of course, Jofra Archer, to the listeners, is that scary fast bowler that plays for England who absolutely terrorised us. Played for the Hobart Hurricanes too, He did Sats. too, yeah, a couple of Ashes ago. He absolutely terrorised yep. us and missed the last Ashes with an elbow injury. Um, he which, has struggled with Yeah, injury. which has taken a while to get over. So some footage has emerged or a still shot has emerged of Josh Joffre Archer playing in the Jamaican League, just getting back into some playing what, cricket. I, it's their T20 comp, is it? Or? Um, I think it's just like their club cricket. Right. So English officials are a little bit concerned that maybe they didn't know about it and he's just gone and he's done it of his own free will. But could you imagine if you lived in Jamaica mm. – Oh, how good would that be? Yeah. And I oh, should talk to Chris Lynn about living with um, 
Do you want Chris Gale? Do you want that? rum or rum for breakfast? <laughs> so, could you imagine if you were a, you're an accountant? Yeah. Or you work in a bottle shop in Jamaica. An accountant in Jamaica. Yeah. Got it. Or you work in a bottle shop. You'd be drunk. Or you work in a cafe. Okay? You'd be drunk. Monday to Friday. Drunk. And I said, what do you do tomorrow? He goes, oh, I just got to play grade cricket. Cricket, yeah. Oh, who are you playing against? Oh, we're, I play for Jamaica. We're playing against someone. Garner. And anyway, you're the opening batter. Yeah. And you get centre from the umpire. Centre? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Scratch, scratch it in. You look up and Joffre Archer's... Yeah. At the top of the run. Three kilometres away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can have that. In. You can yeah. have that. What would be worse if you're number 11 and you're going out to bat <laughs> against Joffre Archer <laughs> and you're facing the wrong way? You've got mm. no idea. Uh, good on him. It's good to see that. Um, we talked about Uzi doubling down over the shoe message. Uh, by Did we talk about this? No, we did didn't. we talk about it off air? No, we are talking about it off air. Um, he compromised and has worn a black armband but has accused the ICC of double standard. When the directive came from how it was reported from the outside that the ICC said you can't wear the statement on the shoe, what was your emotion when that message was delivered to you? Frustration. Mm -hmm. I just think that so much has happened in the past that sets the precedent. I mean, I'm full support of Black Lives Matters. Um, there's plenty of guys who have ridden on the shoes before. Um, you know, other guys that have religious... Um, things on their equipment and under the ICC guidelines that's not technically allowed but the ICC never says anything on that so I find a little disappointed they came down hard at me and they don't always come down hard at everyone else so that was probably the most frustrating part but at the end of the day I can't really do anything about it I, all I can do is fight it um, appropriately and yep. however I can I'm not going to get emotional because there's already enough emotion in this. I've got to say I didn't know enough about it yesterday now that I've sort of I suppose, done a fair bit of reading throughout today. I've got to say it's, I think with the, you know, we've got to remember the, the quote that he's, the quote that he's wa wanting to wear on his shoes, but now he's got a black armband, which is allowed through the, through Cricket Australia and the ICC, um, hence why he's taken that stance. But it's the, all lives are equal. All lives right? are equal, which yeah. uh, I've got to say, it's not supporting any, whether it's um, Palestine, Palestinian movement or whether it's for Israel, it's, it's basically encompassing everyone. So it, it's not political. It's more of a human rights issue. And he's very strong in his faith. Um, he's, got a, he's got great empathy. And I think he's, I think he's displaying that as well. And we've got Roy from uh, Bidadabba, which is just out through Canungra and the scenic rim from the Gold Coast in Brisbane there. Uh, afternoon all. N NFL has end racism on helmets and their fields. Usman put forward all lives are equal. That is a general humanitarian word on your Uzi. Mm. So I think now that I, I, I know for my for my sake, I think now that I know a little bit more about it, it's, you know, good on him. Is that Steve Smith out? Smith's out. Yeah. Mm. Three for two thirty eight. Yeah. So Thirty one. Um, I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but. I don't know. I just I'm I'm sick to death of of um, politics being dragged into sport. This isn't politics. Well, it is because you've got now your politicians jumping on board. And, that's their choice. Oh, I know, but it that's makes it but it makes it political. Mm. Um, we had the Black Lives Matter stuff. This is this is probably more important and more well. This is very well thought out. I, I get it, right? Um, but. There's all there's something that's always going on in the world. Now I know this means a lot to Uzi personally, and I think that's fine. I just think everyone needs to leave it alone. Mm. 
and I, I and I thought I thought today the compromise of a black armband, whoever helped negotiate that with with Uzi, who I love, I love him. Um, I think they've done a great job. Yeah, Chris, oh, I suppose by bringing it to everyone's attention over the last two days mm. and therefore wearing the black armband, everyone knows what it represents now. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you are right. It's very well thought out. Yeah. And the end result is he still gets his message across, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Travis Head making his way in. With a stubby to the crease, which is good. Like And a dart. <laughs> do you think he's – do you think he's sober? That's the question. I, don't, I think he's sober now, but I think if you were, I think if you were fielding a silly mid on a silly, silly mid off, you could probably smell it coming out of the pores of his skin from the uh, from the World Cup. Quick snap poll, right, with our mm-hmm. listeners. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Is Travis Head the most favourite Australian cricketer right now? Is he the most? Ast- favourite Australian sportsman, oh, sportswoman no, now. No, no. Nick Kyrgios has got that. <laughs> is, I'd say. Is he the most appealing to the every... To us, Yobbo. All of our... Every Yobbo. Yeah. And that's males and females. There's like yeah, a very um, good friend of ours, Macy. She's a Yobbo. She's a female Yobbo. I'm yobbo. not calling Macy a Yobbo. No, she's I'm, a female No, yobbo. I'm scared of her. I'm Shout not out to you, that. Macy. You're not a Yobbo. Listening in the eastern suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that smells of Yobbo, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, um... That's the cricket update, by the way. Oh, by the way, the Scorchers defeated Melbourne Stars by seven wickets last night. 37 balls left. Another belting for the Stars. They are in trouble. They are terrible. Mm. They know, like- they've, got a, they've got a couple of international players still to come, but they, they just look terrible. So that's brought to you by Tui's. That's our cricket update. I feel like a Tui's or two. So Mitch from Robinson really quickly has texted and said, the overrate is a joke and they should be it docked is. runs and fined for it. It's ridiculous. It is. This game, they won't get through their 90 overs mm-hmm. tonight. So we'll get the, the the extra half an hour, which television love because it's in prime time, this yep. this test. But they won't get to 90 overs. And you're right. They should. They should be fined. Yeah. By the way, just a side note, on the Pakistan cricket team, mm-hmm. have they got – the sponsorship with their hotel, is that on the back of their shirt? On the back of their shirt, back shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Oh, I think it's Have a major. Have they done a contra deal? It's a major sponsor from, must be from Pakistan. Well, no, isn't Pepsi their major sponsor? I don't know. It's some sort of hotel. It's like the City Park Hotel. Yeah. You think it's a contra deal, so we're Let's not going to give you up. any money. We'll just give you free accommodation. Let's look it up. Okay, so what is it? Hang on, I'll wait, wait for him to turn around. We'll check it out. In the, I think it says City Park Hotel. City Park Hotel. Pepsi's their major sponsor and have been for years. Mm-hmm. Let's, have a, let's have a look. We'll have a look at that. We'll go to a break. When we come back, more of your texts. There is. It's in Sydney. Is that where? Oh, turn oh no, that's the Park Regis. The City Park Hotel. Or is it the Park City? Turn around. It's in South Melbourne. No, nah, it can't be that. Don't, you don't think so? Well, that's a long commute each day. <laughs> Top the stadium. Like, honestly. Oh, look, there's a camera panning and the bloke's wearing a jumper. That's not good for the sponsorship. Anyway, break time. Sports day. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. 
Sats and Jace here uh, tonight. By the way, Rooster Mars, got your text. He's fired up about the Uzi Kawaja thing tonight. One of the world's largest underground water sources, the Great Artesian Basis, lies under which of these states? New South Wales, South Australia, Queensland, Victoria. The Great Artesian Basin, Jace, come on. South Australia. Okay. Hey, was I right about the uh, the dish before? Uh, so, um, so Briggsy from Huddersfield. Yeah. And Salford, he yeah, listens yeah, to the yeah, show yeah. over in the UK. He says, Pakora. It's an English cuisine. Oh, there you go. It's a staple Sunday night meal in the north of England. Parkview City is uh, in hotel. Lahore and Islamabad. So it's a chain of hotels yes. in Pakistan. That's yeah. good. That's hmm. good. Beautiful. So they are paying for their own hotel then. Yep. Yeah, I thought Cricket Australia might put them up. Rooster Mars, yep, saw your uh, text there. Um, the other thing is we've got a great text here from 556. Oh, we'll read out Rooster Mars. I mean, because he, he's saying, come on, it's got to be political because Kawaja's shoes were in the colours of the Palestinian flag. So. Yes, but he's, I mean, Uzi's a, a Muslim. Yeah. So, you know, from that point of view, I mean, it's, it's, his, it's his culture, it's his religion. We're talking about that as well. I, I'm not. I'm not supporting Usman Khawaja. Mm. I'm not. I'm not supporting Palestine, right? But I'm. I've got. I've got no skin in the game. No, I, I know, and I am supporting. I'm supporting the the phrase that's the been message. Used. The phrase. I'm. Yeah. Regardless of the regardless of the the colour, Rooster Muzz. I. Yeah, I'm supportive of the phrase because I think the phrase could yeah. could take on itself. And Rooster Muzz, I don't like what happened on October eight. No. I don't. I, it makes me sick mm. to the stomach. And when any innocent people die, is that it? end of first hour. Yeah, it makes me wow. sick. And we're just this is. I feel like now this is the Ray Hadley show. I saw Ray Hadley yesterday. I, Bruce, coffee. Bruce, did he buy you one? No, he's with his his old mates because he's got a unit up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, and he does his show from there occasionally, but he's obviously. He's on there holidays. with Arthur Mounty, which one of the great players plays for Newtown over the years. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, good idea, mate. This is a good message. All the best to danger. Hope he and the family yes. aren't affected by what happened up in uh, Cairns and far north Queensland. Look, talking to a mate of mine today, they barely noticed anything in Cairns. Like, seriously, they mm. said it was a bit windy and rainy. Back at work the next morning. Really? So, yeah, Cairns escaped it, which is amazing. Hey, got to go to a break. When we come back, uh, more of Sports Day. Aussies three for 244 in the first test in Perth. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. Second hour of Sports Day. No more political talk. We are done and dusted. No, Rooster Mars. I'm not saying his shoes were that oh, colour. Stop just it. Ride. Just shut up. <laughs> Three for 259, the Aussies. Water's at 137. Hey, listen, just on Why that. Why do they have a run rate? I don't know. On a test match. I've got no idea. Mm. Hey, just interesting. Did someone mention something about the run rate? Did we talk about that before the break? No, you and I were talking about it off air. No, we were no. talking about the over rate. Yeah. Because one of the, uh, one of the listeners texted in about the over rate. 
and yeah, what is the fine? Like, and one one of the said they should shorten the, you know, the the lunch break and yeah, all. Tommy that sort of, from Sydney said that, yeah. But Tommy, I don't know if it makes a difference, buddy. I, because you can't to, shorten the, the the lunch break because they'll all start talking about the welfare of the player and being oh, out in the yeah. heat. Mm. They need their cucumber. They don't know what to order. Mm. Oh, God. Hey, Mitchell Johnson. Yeah. Now he had a go at um, he had a go at Dave Warner. But yeah. I just saw some footage of Mitchell Johnson, who of course is calling the cricket. Yeah, for opposition. Yep. He had a man bun. Yeah, I saw that. He, he can't was... be calling anyone or <laughs> making inferences that anyone's a flog when he's got a man bun. He looked. He's trying to look like a hippie, isn't he? It's either that or sort of like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, like like the hair slicked back, unemployed. Yeah, I, again, I said last week, and I'll say it again. Yeah. They're both flogs. No, they're not. They are. And I, I just let them go and fight off in their own little corner. But Mitch, it's about relevance through the media. Well, I don't think it's that, is it? He's entitled to an opinion. Yeah, he is. But you can't double back and then apologise. Did he apologise? Yeah, he came and apologised for some of the comments. Yeah, but that was more towards George Bailey, wasn't he went it? too far. He went too far on George Bailey. Mm. Yeah, you, this is the problem. This is the pro- They make these comments. They go, this will be great because we're leading up to the first test. I'm ticking something off. I'm going to go David Warner. I, I, I will tell you, though, probably 70% of Australians agree with Mitch Johnson. Yeah. Are you listening to what I'm I saying? I am, but, I'm, but, but I don't think we should be. I mean, I, I thought some of, the, some of the column was really aimed at well, George Bailey's integrity. Yeah, no, and that was and, that was overstepping the mark. Yeah, and and it was probably not as so much around Warner's ability as a a lot of it was. I thought it was aimed at he just doesn't deserve this. Well, based on his because the sandpaper gate. Hmm. Yeah. So and again, where it depends which side of the fence you sit on, and I think he's got a point. I really do. But then Michael Vaughan comes out from England and says. One year was ridiculous. It was too much. A- and it was. Considering Based on precedence yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I understand that but what, I understand that Cricket Australia had to come down hard because we, as a country, and we as a country, we don't want to be seen by holding those sort of values. And I, I get that also. But, but you know who drove this? Turnbull. Malcolm Turnbull. The then Prime Minister. Did he, did he really? Yes. Wow. If he hadn't stepped Hang in. Hang on a second. You said you're not going to get political. I know, but if he hadn't stepped in, they probably – I think they were getting a three-match ban one, one, between one and three matches, mm. which is normally the, the penalty for ball tampering, whether you're using a lolly, uh, angle grinder, or whatever you're using. Mm. That's generally the, the thing. <laughs> An angle grinder. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Mate, your mate's on the line. I'm just going to give you a warning, Glenn. Uh, before we start now, hey. listen, listen, listen. No talking about the show pointless because we don't give a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was creepy. That was a creepy laugh. <laughs> You'd horn houses with that laugh. Is that how you uh, communicate with the bus driver, Barb? <laughs> if, bus, bus driver, Bev. Listen, boys, if you'd like to speak to us, she is here. But before I do that, can we just say congratulations, Andrew Scarbeck, on picking up the million dollars on Million Dollar Minute this morning. Can you throw Bev on? Can you throw her on, please? Can you throw Bev on, please? We want the bus driver. Would you like like to speak to Bev? Yes, please. Throw her on. Yeah, I'm about about to go down the 
the bus, uh, sorry, down to the um, bottle shop again, but before I go, again, again. Bev, would you like to speak to the boys? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> can you, can Bev, you can you? You worry about my, my health check? I'm fine. Glenn's fine. Justin's an idiot. <laughs> and Glenn's late mate Steve is a top bloke as well. That'll do, boys. I'm going to go and jump on the bus again. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Oh, I love him. What other radio Bruce show? Muzz, I love him. What other radio show mm. has that gold? Yeah. That is good gear. <laughs> I'm going to the bottle shop again. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock yeah, in I, some places. I know, but poor old Bev. You think that really was the bus driver in the background? <laughs> Blink twice. Seriously. Oh, God. Now, Steve says, has Woog's got a man bun? He fits the profile. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. Steve, you've said a lot of things that have hurt me. Yeah. That's the worst. Hey, now, Muzz says, uh, Worm, did you know there are some serious bushfires around the Curry, Curry, Abermain, Western, Palamain, and Cessnock area? I can't get through to some good mates up there. You might want to check it, check in on your family members if you can. Thank you well, very much, Muzz. I will do that. Yeah, that's, that, that's um, well, that's pretty serious, actually. Mm. Um, that we models will do. Yeah, yeah, we've got that. We've got that information here. So, uh, we're going to do that community update for fire cope. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Hey, for more details, visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au. Uh, and don't forget to fire coat. It's the first paint proven to protect property in high risk fire conditions. Thanks for that, Rooster Mars. But yeah, make sure rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au is place to go. Brett's just asked, have I been drinking? Or you. Could be you as well. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't mind one, actually. Yeah. Drink responsibly. Mm -hmm. I think I might. See, I've got the... I asked Sats earlier, and, I, and, and you're the wrong person to ask, because I'm dropping the family off at the airport at 6 in the morning, right? The plane doesn't take off till like 10.30 or something, does yeah, it? 10.20. <laughs> Where are yeah. they going? Bali. Bali. Your wife and, and your twins. Yeah. So I'm I'm dropping them off. Mm. I'm going to do a couple of hours of work, and then I'm going out for lunch with a colleague. He's giving me a window of one to five because mm. he's, he's 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 where Is this I Jez? am. Jez? Yeah. So Make he's sure on holidays up here. Take note of his shoes. Worst shoe collection in the history. It's of It's NBA life. shoes. Isn't yeah, it? it's all yeah. Like if you're twelve, you'd buy them. I've gone Not back to forty. I've gone back to him with a window of one till nine p.m. <laughs> and I don't care if I end up going to dinner with his family. That's how it works. But mm. what am I going to do, Sats, for eight nights? What am I going to do? Don't know. Don't know. Right here. Uh, text messages here. Sats and Woogie, I direct your attention to Adam Pangili's article in the Sydney Morning Herald, the review, highlight the club's perceived lack of progress in one of the country's fastest-growing corridors, urging for a fair greater effort in the Campbelltown and MacArthur region. Let me ask you this, and, and, and he does go on, Daniel, from Prairie. Oh, he, he talks about... It's a little bit what's going on in Brisbane. He talks about an area within Sydney, which is the southwest down towards Campbelltown, another area, which is, I'm not going to say untapped, but it's it's an area that should be far more heavily focused on by the West Tigers. And Daniel from Prairie Woods more or less saying, listen, you can't give up that, that area that we're around well, the Concord area because they've got a good... That's right. They've got a good stranglehold there in, when it comes to but the Concord But in the meantime... But the Centre of Excellence there, which from all reports... Stormy Forty-two Daniel. million. I don't think the West Tigers paid for a cent for it. Oh right, okay. Mm. Uh, Stormy Daniel, you've also cut and paste uh, a text you sent to Jimmy Smith as well. 
Yeah. It's only what you and I, Jimmy, have been advocating for the past 23 years, Jimmy. Mm. That's all right. No, that's that's lazy and rude. No, he's passionate. He's passionate. No, that's a one-week ban. You no, can. you can't do that. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You, you Brown can't. paper bags. Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. You can't ban people who tune no. in all day. You can't do that. No, he's gone. I'm on your side. Gents, Tommy Daniel. you have to try eggnog instead of milk in your coffee. I also add some rum. It's good. The concrete is cocktail. Awesome way to start a tough summer day. Cheers, Canara Cowboy. You know what I want to try? Is, I don't know about eggnog, but... I've never tried eggnog. I know no. it's an American thing. Yeah, you... I want to try the Vietnamese coffee where they use egg in the, the what coffee? The Vietnamese. Okay, thank you. Coffee. I got a bit lazy, yeah. didn't I? Um, they use egg because inst- when the French left Vietnam, mm-hmm. they they were broke, so the only thing they could afford was eggs, and they made coffee using egg white. Really? Apparently, mate. Apparently, it's outstanding. Wow. Okay. I never knew that. The Vietnamese were famous for their coffee. Oh, mate, their coffee itself. Their coffee beans are amazing. And apparently if you use the egg whites, it, even better. It's like, um, it's quite, obviously quite fluffy. Mm. But, it's, yeah, it's it's really nice apparently. Yeah, so, wow. Eggnog, never tried it, Canara Cowboy. Hey, uh, listeners, we're coming up very soon. We're going to also have uh, things that make you go, mm, have you got anything for things that make you go, mm. can, I, can I throw one in? Yeah. I'm going to throw one in. So, uh, Nike... Um, is it Nike? Well, is it? Because Nike, bike, you know, like, it's spelt the same. Pike. Ricky. Nike. I think it's Nike. Did you ever see Air, the movie? Oh, brilliant. Outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm just trying to pad here. 1984, Nike hoped to make $3 million in Jordan sales over four years. In 2022, Nike generates $3 million in Jordan sales every five hours. It was that Air Jordan, like that design for that logo and everything that just bang. Yeah. Wasn't it so good? Um, We're here for Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Um, We're doing turn back time tonight for BASF Termidor and Trelona. Australia's most trusted termite solutions. Well, it's, it's more about one that got away. Um, and it, the topic of conversation is um, Mark Leisham. Yeah, so I heard a really good interview with uh, Joel and Fletch, Mark Leishman, who, of course, he's one of my favourite Australian golfers. He's always thereabouts in the majors. Uh, great knockabout guy whenever he's interviewed. And when they were talking to him, they were talking about his his professional career and how close he has been in some of the majors. Like, he should have won the British Open. He went into a playoff, lost. Talks about a shot, I think, on the 15th or 16th that that um, really cost him the British Open. In couple of the Masters, he's finished in sort of like fourth or fifth. He's always been thereabouts. And I always thought, is he going to be a player that possibly goes through his career and doesn't win a major? I'm not quite right, sure. But right, yeah. So the one that got away. And so what I mean by that is, who are some of the – who are some of the sportsmen or women or teams or whatever it may be over the years? That, and I'll give you an example. Like, I mean, the most obvious one to go to was Nathan Hindmarsh. 330 NRL games, so many origins, so many tests, but never got there, never got to win a premiership. Nathan Buckley at Collingwood, one of the great Collingwood players of all time, never won a comp. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Didn't he? No, Dan Marino, who yep. statistically for the Miami Dolphins, if you're an NFL fan, Adrian from Dural's not. Um, one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, 
based purely on stats, never won a Super Bowl. Never got to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, Greg Norman's an easy one with the Masters, but he won the British Open twice. Yeah. So won a couple. Now, Steve from Dubbo, will, he'll enjoy this one because he's a boxing fan. David Tua and our Kiwi fans as well. David Tua was a Kiwi boxer who was much like Mike Tyson, and he was just used to knock out everyone. But whenever he got close to a world title bout, he just never got there. So the ones that got away, 0457... 736736 for double A double three in New Zealand. What are some of the performance or some of the athletes or, or teams or clubs or whatever it may be that just have never quite got there? I have to put my thinking cap on. I, I can't think of any. So remember Warney nearly got his century? Oh yeah. He went yeah. went for that six on the on that ball and got caught on ninety nine six or ninety nine no, no, it was, yeah. And it was a no ball from Daniel Vittori. It was too, yeah. Mm. Never checked. Yeah. When's it got away? Yeah, right. I'll have to have a think about that. I'm sure there's a few. Plenty of sports. Yeah, plenty I'm sure there's sports. some cricketing ones, apart from warning. Mm. I'm sure there'll be some no, cricketing ones. There's plenty ones. of swimming ones in the Olympics when you think about it. Uh, James Magnuson, yeah, London Olympics. World record holder. Missed the gold medal by... A pumpteenth. Yeah, one one-hundredth of a second or something. Yep. Yeah. Stop termites in their tracks with Australia's most trusted termite solution. BASF Termidor and Trelona. Uh, Damo from Ballina has just sent us a text. Oh, he's, he hasn't um, he hasn't texted for a while, Damo. I'm sure he's been listening. Just want to wish you and the listeners a very Merry Christmas and a safe 2024 getting in early. Love the show. Look forward. And the text has just fallen out. That's not your fault. That's our fault. It'll come through very soon. But thank you very much, Damo. Here's a question for you, Sats. Yeah. Um, and it's from uh, Michelle Dubbo. Hey, mm-hmm. guys. How do we know Richo and Benji will make a difference next year? They still may get last. It could be the underachieving players. It's a good point. And I'll and I tell you why I think it's a good point. Like, Richo's only going to be there for, it seems, interim role six months. Mm-hmm. He had two years at Penrith. Well, he ended up having, what, three, didn't he? Well, it's sort of end of 2001 through to 2004. Okay, so three yep. years. And then he had 11 years at South. Yeah. So... To turn it all around in an interim role in six months um, will be quite difficult. Very right? difficult. So it'll be decided on who the CEO that he'll have a say on. That's right. Comes in after it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So the, and and don't forget too, the new chairman's role is only is temporary. But no doubt he is working away on this right now. Benji is an untried head coach. You're backing him. You think he's brilliant, but we don't know what he's going to be like under pressure. You know, when you, all of a sudden you've lost six games on the trot, how do you get the team up and all that sort of stuff? I, can I don't only, think they'll come last. I don't think they will either. But what difference are they going to make? I mean, a Richo will off the field. Rich Shane Richardson, as he said on our show yesterday, he'll allow Benji just to coach. Okay, the general manager of rugby league in there now. They're starting to fill the places that that they didn't have previously. So the head coach was having to look after a lot of those little spot fires, all the negativity in yep. the media, uh, basically responsible for everything. Okay, park that, right? Yep. So that's being sorted, okay, and has been sorted, parts of it. Let's go to Benji. What can he do that Tim Sheens couldn't do? And Madge Maguire. Well, I think I – think, I don't think we – I think Madge was on the right course. I do. I think if Madge was left there, I think he would have been on the right course. That's probably me being also very loyal to to Madge because I I know the attributes that he's got. I oh, know he can coach. I know that he can bring the best out of people. And 
And I think given time, he would have slowly sorted out the wheat from the chaff when it comes to the playing group and, and got really high-caliber athletes there. Uh, but on, when, what will Brenji, Benji bring? Benji brings um, great articulation, great communication with the players. He's got a really good energy as well. Uh, he's also got a sense of patience about him. Uh, he reads a room really well. He'll get on very well with the players. I know that. Um, but outside of that also, I can only comment from Benji as a player because we're all commenting about something we don't know about. He's untested. He's untried. So all of a sudden we're saying, oh, he's going to fail. So the best, I don't think we're saying that. So the best thing to do is sit right in the middle and say, from what we've seen of Benji and what people know of Benji, the times he has been under pressure, how has he, uh, how has he, how has he gotten through it? Now, as a player, he came through a lot of adversity as a player, three or four shoulder operations, like bad shoulder operations that probably would have retired a lot of players. Mm. Uh, but with Benji, what you're going to get is uh, you're going to get a sense of Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett's had a huge influence on Benji. Um, and he's also going to get the best of the influence that Tim Sheen's had on Benji as well. I think Benji's articulate enough to have his own philosophy, yep. but also draw on some of those really important attributes that he's had from the likes of Wayne and the likes of, of Timmy Sheen's over the years. Um, I think I think he'll get through the stressful times really, really well because, as I said, he's got really high emotional intelligence, and that's really important as a coach as well. What about the players? What about are, the they gonna, are they going to finally pull their fingers out and have a red-hot go? Well, they've signed Jaden Sullivan, um, who I think is going to be very good. Uh, they've also got the current players that they've got there as well. as well. So um, the exchange yet with that Sean Bloor thing, that sort of hasn't really eventuated. So if he's still there, he's a very good player. Uh, they've got young uh, Samuel Ofenu, the front row, who if, if he gets himself an order off the field mm. and his attitude and um, – and his brother as well, Latu Fainu, if they can if they can get themselves channeled towards being really good rugby league players, great work ethics, whatever it may be, if they can get that in their mindset, they'll be really good signings for the West Tigers. Uh, the young Solomon um, Alamalo, who's the new rugby union convert as well, he's a really good player. So I think outside, he's a good get outside of the players they've already got. Yeah, they've got a good hooker and uh, Api Kroyesau, and and the young hooker that's coming through as well, the young teenager that came through last year. They've got the remnants of, of not a bad side on paper. It's now just putting all those pieces together. And I think Benji's the sort of guy that can. Okay. And I think, you know, the other good thing about him is what? that he's not outdated. And what I mean by that is we've got the millennial and the Gen Z sort of... Struggling to order dinner. He's struggling to order off a menu. But I think he understands yeah, he that demographic, which yeah, is really yeah. important. I, I think uh, one of the good things you said there, Sats, was he spent a bit of time with Wayne Bennett. And um, he would have picked a bit up from him, as you say, a bit up from Sheensy, mm. and and then he'll work out his own way. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Right, yeah. Thanks, Michelle, for your text. Got to go to break. This is Sports Day. You want to get involved? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Daddy Vass, our esteemed producer, has got three burning questions for us next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to five hundred and twenty-eight kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. My house. 
Back by popular demand, a bit of powder finger, the finger on sports day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here. Daddy Vass joining us for three burning questions in just a sec. That's he. Hey, Stefan says uh, for the ones that got away, ones that didn't quite get there, Wayne Pierce never got there either. And also Stormy says uh, Noel, Ned Kelly and the above uh, the aforementioned birthday boy Arthur Summons yesterday. Yeah. Both played in three consecutive grand finals for the Western Suburbs Magpies and were runners up to their great St. George Dragons side. Yeah, you're right. Keep those coming through 0457 736 736. Three burning questions, toolkit depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Might be good to pop in there for a bit of a Christmas shop, I reckon. Daddy, G'day. what do you got for us? One did you got... just say, sorry, did you just say mm when I said daddy? No, I went mm to toolkit depot. Oh, right, gotcha. Because I've actually got to get a, um, I've got to get a. Uh, um, a saw? Uh, no, a uh, cordless drill. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, there you go. Get in there. I will. Uh, one that got away, Broncos in 2015. Oh, oh far out. Oh. 2023. Oh. <laughs> well, wait. Wow. You know, there are other teams. Than the Broncos? Mm. Yeah, there's 17. 17. 17. Well, there's 16. <laughs> That's lost, better. You, lost the Broncos. You used the T this time. That was good. <laughs> All right, question number one. Broncos again. If you, uh, were, <laughs> if you were the recruitment, uh, would you sign Reynolds for 2025? See, I don't, I don't see no, the harm in this. No, I wouldn't sign him yet. Are you asking a question or making a statement? Both. You asked us a question and you start Yeah, I, I wouldn't sign him yet because... It's not like there's going to be clubs that are going to be fighting each other to get him because of, purely because of his age. Mm. Um, he loves living in Brisbane from all reports. Um, but I, I just think they've got, they, they've got time on their side. So, I agree. Yeah. And it, oh. Round 10, round 12, see how he's going, see how his body is. I know he wants to coach and he'll coach at Brisbane. Um, so Sats and, and Daddy, if he can get through 15 games. Yep. In 2024, because those that that back and those hammies are, mate, they've been through a lot, right? If he gets through 15 games in season 2024, do you offer him an extension for 25? If he gets through 24, if he but he gets say he gets through 15, ga- no, it would depend. But there's no one really wait. We spoke to Pete Bedell about this. If he gets through about 15 games, I mean, how many games are you expecting from him next year? Mm. He's not going to play the whole season. No, and, that, and that's where you can you can manage his, his workload, and ensuring that you got someone that can that can take up that extra workload for him. Like if they're saying Jock Madden is the man, um, well they've got about eighteen games in Queensland. Does he just play the Queensland game? No, it's, it, it's, it's it, not. It's actually not a silly silly comment. I think yeah. it's more just being smart. Like if you're coming up against a, a team who's not doing too well that week. So based then, on this year, if you're playing the West Tigers, you would say. Might rest you this week. We'll play Jock Madden. He won't have that. Yeah. He won't have that. Mm. Adam Reynolds would not allow that. He's the captain of that team. Yeah, I know. But sometimes you get to a – and there's a different mindset with players now. They they, they are rested and they agree to being rested far more easily than what they used to. Once upon a time was, you know what, no, I'm playing. You're not leaving me out. But now it's – we've got players that even if they're in the running for the Dally M will miss round 27 of the NRL season. Buddy Franklin wasn't meant to play many game, games this year. Mm. It was There was stories that he was only going to play the home games. But you can't hold those champions back. And Adam Reynolds is a champion. Yeah, he is. Yeah, And he'll go, no. And, and Kevy will rely on him to tell him how he's feeling. And he'll always want to play. And the only himself. other alternative is 
with those games you're talking about, Daddy, is maybe he does start those games, and depending on how the game plays out, yeah, that he comes off, mm. you know, five ten minutes into the second half. It's going to be trial by error with him, I, and I, just his age and the and the, the lower back and hamstring injuries he's had over the years. I think the perfect example was I think it was around twenty four twenty five. They had a game in Townsville. It was thirty something degrees. They were they had already secured a top two spot. They didn't play him. They still won the game. Mm. They won the game comfortably. Yeah. So that, that those are the scenarios where you don't need to rely on him. Mm. I think. But the, the the other side of the coin though is too, and with someone his age and with that the, the, those hammies in that back, if you play him a lot, there's a fair chance he could injure himself and you'll miss those big games. Mm. And you, you you just got to. It's a hard thing to manage, right? Sats. I mean, yeah, how, how do yeah. you how do you manage it? But I don't know. Well, I, I I just think I think it's too early to make a call in 2025. I think they got time. That's the best part mm. about it. They're in a really good but position. Who else, where else is he going to go? If Let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. But if they're thinking that Jock Madden's going to be the man to partner Ezra Mam post Adam Reynolds, well, even more so that they don't have to make a decision right now. I'm going to do a document up before the season. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to I'm going to see how many games he plays in 2024. Great. Okay. Are you going to put that in a spreadsheet? Yep. Or? Yeah. Okay. Reynolds round one, round two, round three. Okay. Right. Why are you talking really softly? Like, what's, is that an issue? <laughs> we're on the radio. Yes. It's loud in my ears. If Luai was Kids to sign today. with Bulldogs, yeah. do you see them finishing in the top eight? If Luai signs with the Doggies? Uh, yeah, apparently he's... Yeah, I think, par- yeah, I think they will. Uh, adding, adding him to the cattle they've got now? Yep. Well, if they don't, it's an absolute failure. Yeah. And, and I think you should be ho- aiming higher, not... They should be winning a premiership. So let's say he joins them in 2025, Sats. Mm. Then they they must win a premiership by tw- by the end of 2027. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, it's it's just you work up in increments. Yeah, firstly, you want to try and at least make the finals, make the top eight. And then if you're bundled out, well, then you build on that and just work in increments throughout the season. Um but if if you're not going to get if, if he, no, I don't. Nathan Cleary was interviewed by by Zach Bailey today, and this is good. It's sort of circling the wagons. And Nathan Cleary's going, oh, I don't expect Jerome to leave. I think he'll stay at Penrith, and it's just those little subtle reminders. It works, him. doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. While he's training with them every day, mucking around, the boombox going. Yep. You know, as as I keep saying, it's infectious. Winning is infectious. He is the boombox, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's the energy. Yeah, yeah, he's the energy of the team. He's he, he won't go to the Bulldogs, not a chance. Well, not a chance. There's a chance, but I think the more that he spends training with his teammates right now, and yeah. if Zach Hoskin goes, do they use that money to to put into other young back rowers mm. like Mav Guyer and those sort of guys, or do they put that towards more money for Jerome Luai? The longer he stays at Penrith at the moment through 2024 and that he hasn't made a decision yet, he's been really smart by his new management. So do you want to do a spreadsheet on Luai as well about where he could be going? Yeah, can you do a spreadsheet on I that? Want, and yeah. we want arrows pointing mm. to things like, <laughs> yep. say, scenarios. No, that's more like a, um, a billboard. Mm. Like a, right. With, uh, Butcher paper. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm. All right. So don't don't worry about the spreadsheet <laughs> for Luai. We need butcher paper. Yep. yep. All right, beauty. Did Zach Bailey ask... Um, Cleary about Mary Fowler at all? No, that's no. unprofessional. I, I don't think, I don't think that's a permanent thing because they live so far well, apart. She's at Man United, Man City, and 
He's in Australia. And they were at a children's hospital, Daddy, when they handed yeah, out gifts for kids. Probably he had his shirt on. Probably wasn't the right environment to ask yeah, that question, right. Daddy. They did ask him the other day. Yeah. He was at an awards night. Mm. Yeah, said, that's oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are you here he, with didn't tonight? He, get, he got man of the year, didn't he? Something like that. I think yeah. he did, yeah. Yeah. He got rig of the year. <laughs> had a good kid on, too. Um, all right, number three. Have we lost interest in cricket? Oh, get lost. No. As a nation. No. Are we cricket fatigued? Yeah. No. You know what the problem is? This is a snooze fest. Terrible, terrible uh, opposition. It's terrible opposition. We've got two B-grade international teams on our shores this year. Whoever allowed this? Pakistan feel like they've got no arms. <laughs> what? Pakistan feel like they've got no arms. Honestly, they are dreadful in the field. That's the, look, I'm a cricket nufty, right? You are. And I just, I'm not excited by Pakistan or the West Indies. I'm hanging out till February until we go to New Zealand to take on the Kiwis. Mm. So if, it, we were, if we were playing the Kiwis or England or South, India, South Africa. South Africa, probably a little bit more interest. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and it's been a later start the, to the season. Does the BBL suffer because of the No, the BBL, no, the BBL becomes stronger. You reckon? Because it's competitive. Well, but people will watch the cricket or have it in the background. Different then, products, mate. And then they get home. Someone will get home from work and they'll be on again. Or, no, it's, I don't di- know. it's different products. I know it's a different product, BBL, but it's still the same game. BBL is family. Test cricket is for us more traditions. You don't like test cricket, do you, Daddy? I love test cricket. No, oh, you do. Mm. But, Daddy, what would you prefer to watch? Oh, an ODI. Yeah. That's a one-day game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Woogie, have you, you looked at the cattle prod? Oh, Woogie, have you, have you looked at the scheduling for the Test Cricket and the BBL this summer? Yeah. Are there any games of BBL after? Yep. Yeah, just after? not this test uh, or the night uh, Adelaide and Brisbane because they're night tests, day-night tests. W- what are your thoughts on that, like the back-to-back? I love it. Yeah. So, I, But I, I, I'm a cricket tragic, right? Mm. Um, but people don't sit there like – Daddy, you wouldn't sit there for 12 hours and watch cricket. No. So you, Would you sit there and watch 12 hours of rugby league? Oh, I could. I mean, every, no, every day? I could. Every day? Yeah. Mm. No. No. So, and here's the thing. It's summer holidays. We're outdoors, right? So you go to the beach during the day or go swimming, fishing, camping, whatever. And, and that night you come home, have dinner, and everyone sits around and watch a game that goes for three hours. Uh, a little bit longer now. Yeah. Actually, it's <laughs> about four. It's about four. But, yeah, mate, I'm more for that. Yeah, I love it. That happens every year. I don't, I don't mind the, the replays, the classic games on, on the league channels that pop up because a lot of the games I haven't seen before. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that player. Oh, yeah. Uh, always watch Broncos. Oh, what's what's happened? What's Cowboys, happened Souths. I, don't, I love did watching Souths. Did he say Souths, Souths then yeah. with an F? Yeah. Hey, we've gone from a cricket question <laughs> to him. What, what's on his menu of rugby league? You're right. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Are you, mate? Are wait, you? Ha- so oh. hang on, Sats. We're yeah. gonna go to a break. Yes, Sats. Yeah. Obviously, your number one is the Panthers. Oh, probably, no, probably the historically the the rabbits. It's the roosters. Yeah, rabbits and then then Panthers. Panthers. There's a smidge behind. Who's yeah. your third and fourth team that you follow? The third team that I follow is... Are we seriously asking? Third and fourth and fifth. Because no, I'm trying to figure out what he watches. I've got to go to an ad break. Okay, my third my third team would be... Oh, my third team would probably be the Gold Coast. Yep. Or West Tigers. Do 
Door 4. Toolkit Depot. I don't have any other teams other than the Bunnies. Toolkit Depot. Everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, in-store and online. Look, I've had enough of this. (laughs) Next we go, who's your eighth favourite hooker? No. What? I've had enough. Angie McCulley. (laughs) What? It's twice tonight. Mm. You've said something ridiculous. Yeah. Thanks, Daddy. That's three burning questions. All electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome hey, back uh, to Davey Water 150. Well done, well Davey. Done, That's my boy. Six balls and That's Travis Head still on 34 off 47. Um, can I just say, ones that got away, ones that couldn't quite get yes. there. We had some good nominations here. And Steve, as I said, I said David Tour early on, the boxer. But he's put another one, good, good one up. Sats, let's not forget the glamour with the hammer. Troy Waters, of course, the Waters yeah. family, those three of them. Um, their terrible father, Sess. He was definitely unlucky not to be a champion. Now, Steve, you probably remember uh, Troy Waters fought a guy called Terrible Terry Norris, who was just unstoppable at one stage, and he nearly knocked him out. Yeah, wow. And then Terry Norris got up and ended up beating him for the world title. And then Troy Waters apparently came back to Australia, and Costa Zou was fighting at the time. And when he'd recovered, they sparred together. And Johnny Lewis tells the story that Troy Waters hit Costa Zoo. They were doing three rounds of spar- sparring. Troy Waters hit Costa Zoo with a punch that was every bit as good as what hit, hit this terrible Terry Norris from America, right on the chin. And they reckon Costa's knees dropped about two inches. Yeah, wow. And then at the end of the second round, they said, don't worry about any more rounds. And Costa said, no, one more round. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good fighter. The Water Boys are good fighters, actually. Guy and Dean. Yeah, from they were from uh, Dapto, weren't they? I'm not quite sure. Of course, from, I'm sure they were from the Gold. Dean did sure. time because yeah, yeah, the, they were involved in a uh, in a yeah, he was involved in a crime. Obviously, they thought it was um, coordinated by his father. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, time for this. One off the bat from Mark mm-hmm. in Sydney. What's the rule with handling the ball? You see batters pick the ball up yeah. a lot. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm a traditionalist. Leave the ball alone. The wicket keeper can pick it up. But if the opposition appeals by by <laughs> law, it should be out. If you get out, you're yeah. out, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sat's got a couple of minutes. What do you got for us? Uh, 1993, a surfer off West Africa was attacked by a great white. Oh, this. He made it to shore, unable to walk, only to be mauled by a pride of lions. What? He came out of onto the beach. He survived by jumping back in the water because the lions were worried about the sharks and the sharks were worried about the lions. No way. He ended up having over 250 stitches to his body. Things that make you Have we got time for Could you imagine that? Have we got time for Golf Buddy or not? Yeah, go for it. So Golf Buddy, this is, this is something I think you'd love. So we've got some audio here about this. This new uh, app, or I suppose this new um, service called Golf Buddy. Yo, my guy. What did I shoot last week? Uh, 79 with four birdies. It was unreal. 
I started Golf Buddy back up on the dark web about a year ago, and it has been an absolute <laughs> rocket ship ever since. So how it works is you get a subscription, then you can text me whatever did or didn't happen on the golf course. Then you can FaceTime me anytime, 24-7, and I'll back you up. <laughs> no, for real, three aces, one round. I was like, uh, am I in the twilight zone? <laughs> you should have been there. Dude. I don't know what you shot. So basically, you're sitting there with your mate, and you say, oh, I played yesterday, I went around in... 72. He goes, yeah. he did not. So you ring golf, buddy. And he goes, yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you birdied the 16th. I love, it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, I've got one for you quickly. Yep. Uh, purpose-built women's sports stadium in Kansas City is now a sellout for all their fans. So season tickets for the new women's soccer team. Yep. Uh, it seats 11,500 fans. Mm. Uh, so they call that a boutique stadium? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's a women's sport-only stadium. Right? And it will be used by the Kansas City women's soccer team, as I said. One of the owners, is is it Brittany Mahomes? Yeah, so that's Patrick Mahomes' she built, wife. She didn't physically build the stadium, no. but she funded that and she owns the team. Well, her husband funded it. The thing that makes me go... And it's annoying the you-know-what out of me. Yeah. Is that everyone's celebrating it how terrific is this having a women's only sports stadium now correct me if i'm right but isn't aren't soccer pitches for men and women the same size i'm pretty sure they are so why can't it be a multi-purpose stadium why is it only for women only and can you imagine could you imagine if the if the government said we're going to whack we're going to whack a men's only stadium out at homebush mm. how would that go down <laughs> Right, I mean, Fernwood gyms. Women only. You know, I kind of get that. My girls go to a, a female-only gym, and I get it. You get creepy blokes and all that around. It's a yeah. safer environment. I get that. Mm. But a stadium, it's only for women. So can women only attend as spectators a, or not? Well, I only doubt it. I doubt it because it would be discrimination. But why can't a men's soccer team play there or or high school teams or, you know, mm. where you've got boys and girls Is playing. it discrimination just letting female sports play there anyway? Oh, don't. That's another. We haven't enough time. No, we'll we? just sit back and wait for Rooster Muzz. Yeah. To, to <laughs> Rooster Muzz, over to you. We've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back with the last laugh next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Scott Sattler needs 50 seconds for the last laugh time. Jeez, I what do you reckon Rooster Muzz looks like? We're talking about this off the air. By the way, there's been another wicket in the cricket. Heads out for 40. Yep. Aussies are now four for. Um, I reckon he'll have very, very pointy features. <laughs> like a bit like a bit like Mr. Burns, Pretty I reckon. Solid. I reckon Marissa Mars has got a, like a solid thick build to him. So what about Mr. Burns with a fat gut? No. Like, like Mr. Like with the Vasek nah. of No? No. I think he's married with kids. Oh, without do you, a doubt. Do you spend any time with a Marissa Mars? Do you? Have you met them? Mm. I mean, I love him. I think he's fine. Oh, so do I. I mean, most yeah. of his texts we can't read out. True. 
True. He sits back and giggles. Hey, boys, Brad from Redhead says, Mitchell Johnson's still without Warner regardless of century against a pathetic team. Mitch basically said Warner's a flog. And the fact remains, Warner's a flog. <laughs> so is Elbow. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> this is building momentum. Elbow is a flog. Again, they're not our opinions. Mm. These are the opinions of our listeners. Of others. Yeah. Mm. What else? Uh, that's about it. <laughs> You've given up. Do you want me to tell my joke? No, I'm not ready for it. Well, you tell, I can tell my joke, then we can say goodbye. Okay, well, let's do this okay. then. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. We have run out of energy. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage oh, is yours, So set. Paddy Mulligan gets a phone call one day and from NASA. And NASA say, we want to put an Irishman in the space, on the moon. Right. Paddy Mulligan goes, what happens? He goes, we're going to fly up in a rocket. You're yep. going to land on the moon. You're going to spend some time on the moon. We're going to fly you home. You're going to give us a report. Paddy Mulligan goes, yeah, to be sure, to be sure. Let's do it. That's racist. So he he gets in the rocket. They put him up under the on the moon. And Paddy Mulligan gets out and he walks around the moon and comes back after six hours. After six hours? Yeah, on, yeah, on, on the moon. And he gets back in the rocket ship. And on his way back, he reports where he goes, Paddy Mulligan here, Paddy Mulligan here. I uh, got a report. And they said, what report? He goes, there is no way a cow jumped over this. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. I loved it. Uh, That's good. Thanks. I love the way you got... Into an Irish joke, a nursery rhyme. And That's Steve fantastic. says, shout out to Damo from Ballina. He just listened to the teacher's pet. Well done, he said. Yeah, well done, Damo. I hope you have a good Christmas too. Uh, we're going to be back. Last shows for next year for you, Satsy, coming mm-hmm. up next week. Uh, we'll be back on Monday night. You can grab a podcast of this show from wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify or Apple, wherever you want to get them from. Satsy, have a, a lovely long weekend. See you, everyone. I'll see you at the trots. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Good day.